of shit. Yeah, you know how we do. Aw, uh, aw, uh, this is more than you can chew. I made a theme song of creamed with jeans on. I'm the original Don Juan. I made a theme song. I made a theme song. I'm wearing a green thong. I exploded a time bomb. I made a theme song. I made a theme song. I named my cat Dong. Put an egg on my ramen. I made a theme song. I fucking made a theme song. Didn't plan it to be this long. Turns out everything rhymes with song. I made a theme song. I made a theme song. Swallowed my long johns. These lyrics are mad strong. I fucking made a theme song. Papa, don't preach. I'm in trouble deep. Papa, don't preach. I've been losing sleep. I made up my mind. I'm keeping my podcast. Welcome, welcome, one and all, back to the show, More Than You Can Chew. I am, of course, your host, Tiffany Moore. Here we go. Let's get right into it. Didn't fucking do an episode last week. Suck it. We have to keep some kind of format to this show. If I'm if I'm bringing this show back, you can't expect it to be like on coming out the same day every week. Like, no, I'm keeping the structural, the structure that I'm keeping the integrity of the show and keeping that structure. And I'll get an episode out when I want to. I was PMSing last week. As you know, I'm back on, I'm back on my shit. I'm back on my periods again. Um, and I, I did record an hour long episode that my laptop aided. It aided it. It aided it like a dog eating homework and it made the right choice. I felt it was a shitty episode. Um, it was kind of all over the place cause my hormones were all over the place and it wasn't great. And my laptop understood that. And so it, it aided it. So didn't do an episode last week, feeling much better today to do this wonderful episode. Um, I wanted to celebrate not feeling hormonal anymore. Today is like that first day when you kind of feel like back in your body. I don't know how else to describe it. Women will understand. You feel like here's, I've had to uh, journal my period symptoms, having my period again, because if you can cycle and find some kind of pattern, you can find a pattern in the madness of that, which is your cycle. And it's exhilarating to find, find these little patterns and you understand like, you're actually not this horrible person. You're just hormonal. And, um, it was this thing I had kind of forgotten about not having a period for so many years. And, um, I I can't just use normal period trackers apps because I don't want it to be used against me one day in court. If I do decide to terminate my own baby instead of 
it getting shot in a school somewhere. So um, I don't have a period app. I just use the old pen and paper trick from the old days. The OG, I call it the OG uh, cycle tracker. And it's basically like there's one to one to three days. And this is just depending on the month. One to three days of what the fuck is going on? I'm so insecure. I feel like I'm the worst person in the world. I feel like everybody hates me. What is happening? And that's like PMS. So then um, usually I just think like I'm a crazy person and something really horrible is happening in my life that I'm just not aware of yet and that I'm about to become aware of. And then I find like a little bit of blood in my underwear and I'm like, oh, right, <laughs> this again. Um, I had forgotten so vividly this sweet little occurrence. And so my thing is... Um, my body, I, my body, I feel like has found its own way back. Uh, like I said, it's been almost four months now that I've been off of birth, birth control. And I feel like I am finding a flow <laughs> with my flow again. And um, so then it's basically like one to like two to three days of just really, really light spotting. And then one really heavy flow day, like one to two really heavy flow days. And then like another couple days of like really light spotting. I know you guys are all dying to know what my period is like, but I, I, and I, I don't just track the symptoms. You have to track like everything, like how you're feeling overall. And then once you finally get through that and you have one day of like no blood coming out of your vagina, it's just like, Ah, the gates of heaven open up again. Um, I'm very in tune to the energy again. I, I kind of feel like when I'm on my period, I take a week off of a lot of things. Like I, I don't work out. I kind of eat like, I don't even have any weird cravings anymore. I had insane cravings, including sexual cravings. When I was on hormones, I would just like, have this insatiable appetite and I would want just like salty then sweet and salty and sweet and like when I was horny it was just so overwhelming and now it's just like fucking I re I rarely get horny anymore honestly to be completely honest and it's made my life so much better <laughs> like I just feel like I can manage so much more of my life so much easier now and so I don't really get like these cravings anymore now that I'm, I've been off of hormones, which I wasn't expecting. I don't know if that's normal or not. Um, and a lot of things I was reading is like women will actually see an increase in their libido once they got, they get off of birth control. And it was like the exact opposite for me. I'm just like, I'm good. I, I masturbate like usually on my period, like somewhere in like that week of my period, I'll masturbate maybe like a couple days and then that's it. I have no other desire at any other point in time. Um, and then it like, like I said, like I, I don't, it's so funny to compare because like I would eat everything and now it's just like, oh, maybe I'll have another banana. Maybe I'll have two bananas today. Like, whoo, but Everything has completely changed. Um, and I, I don't know if it was all because of hormones, but whatever. And 
like oddly the motivation to work out and keep working out. And I think a lot of that is also just like giving a fuck about myself now. Um, so there was this new moon in Pisces just the other day and it's just very like languid and dreamy and it just like centered me and if I know like a lot of people think astrology is weird, really fucking weird and flighty and bizarre but once you kind of follow not even so much astrology but like following the patterns of the moon the cycles of the moon like new moons and full moons and like getting in touch with that energy and just like feeling really witchy and magical in certain times and learning how to harness these energies from the moon it's fucking really cool and super fun but um I did come out of my period with this new moon in Pisces so I'm very like today I just woke up and I was like well this is my last day I usually take like Sunday through Tuesday off and since I was still kind of in my hormonal phase Sunday and Monday I was like I'm just gonna smoke weed and, and eat and play like Zelda on Nintendo Wii and just be a complete fucking like I don't care like I'm just nourishing the fuck out of my body right now and so I take that week off of period time from working out at all. And that, like, there's a couple days where I'm just like, ooh, I want like something sweet and I'll, I'll give into that. And like, it's kind of like the week of, of no rules. I'm just like really allowing my body to rest and recuperate and find its own balance with everything that's happening hormonally in my body and I'm just like, if I want something, I'm going to eat it because I don't really get any other cravings at this point in my life now that I'm off of birth control. So I'll just give in and do whatever I want. And then finding the space again of like, okay, everything is like not on my shoulders anymore. You know what I mean? And I feel free and amazing because my period is gone and my hormones are coming back into balance. And um, I did something... I just woke up and I was like, okay, I need to do laundry. I need to like clean the house. I need to do a workout because it's been a week. I haven't done a workout in a week. And like, I wasn't even craving it so much as just like, I, I just feel like that's what I need to do today. And I, I kind of put everything off until today. And I was just like, okay, I'll do everything today. And I just woke up and it was just like, I don't know, just very, very dream. It was just a very dreamy kind of energy today that I was just tapping into. And I was just like journaling and burning incense and really just finding this time to appreciate this space I'm in. And oh my God, it was so magical. But anyway, um, so I did this workout and like I told you guys in the episode or the episode before that I do like two and a half hour workouts now a few times a week and usually I'm listening to a podcast when I'm on the treadmill I'm on the treadmill for about an hour of it and I'm usually listening to a podcast like Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard is one of my all-time favorite 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 podcasts like if you're looking for something that's really long, like for car rides, if you have long car rides or anything like that, or like you like listening to podcasts when you work out, I love Armchair Experts so much. Like Dax is such a fucking good interviewer and he has really, really great people on there and they have amazing conversations. So I'll usually listen to that. 
and then I'll listen to really like intense music for the other portion of the workout, the other hour and a half of like, like weightlifting and, and like floor work type of exercises. I'm just like, it's like Metallica, like Riot Girl music, um, Eminem, like give me a bat and I'll bite its fucking head off right now. Cause I just, that's always just like, okay, I'm going to like fucking like really get into this and, and really like get everything I can out of this. And I like that the way that kind of music helps you really like zone into that. But today I was just like, okay, I want to do this workout, but I'm just feeling like so fucking dreamy and this Piscean energy. And I heard this song today and I don't, I'm not like a hardcore fan, so I don't know how you pronounce the name. Is it Hozier? It's Hozier. I always, I, I, I only think of it as like a New Jersey mom. Like, did you see what my Hoja was doing today on the television? Oh, my Hoja, he put on such a good performance. Like, is that Jewish or is it New Jersey? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry um, if I offended anyone. But I see it as a New Jersey mom, just like, oh, my little Hoja, look at my little Hoja. So that's how I say it in my head. So I'm not really sure how you actually say it. But um, there's a song, I think it's called Work Song that I heard today. Yeah, Work Song. And it was just so pretty. It was just like my anthem of the entire day. And once I find a song I really like, I just like to listen to it on repeat constantly. And I just couldn't get into the music I'm normally listening to when I work out. So I did like my first half hour on the treadmill and then the floor work. And I was like, I just really, really want to listen to this song. And it's really like slow and, you know, soulful and dreamy. And it's kind of short. And I just put it on repeat. And it was the first time I had worked out using slower music like that, which was really, really interesting because I was so honed in and focused on like every single movement of my muscle when I was like doing curls, you know, like it, it was just very slow and methodical. And like every time I'm coming up for a sit up, like I feel every single muscle in my body moving. It was just very, it, it was very sensual and I just felt like I was connecting with my body in this new way that I never had before. Like one, it just felt so good to work out after taking that week off. And I do that every month. So then when I come back after like taking that week off for, you know, PMS stuff, I come back and it's just like fucking, I really, really notice how much stronger my body is getting every time. And to really just like sit there and connect with that. It, it's, it's why I like yoga because yoga is very like, you're aware of every breath you're taking. You're aware of every movement you're making. It's like this just like big time awareness of like every sensation in your body as you're going through the routine. But I tend to like get bored with yoga, but doing that with like really intense workouts for long periods of time just really like focusing in on, oh my God, it felt amazing. And I just got lost in that to the point of like, 
I, I, there were times throughout the routine where I was like, I feel kind of tired, like I need to rest. And my body was just like, boom, going into the next position. Like my body is so trained at this point to just like get up and move into the next position that I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm really not that tired. You know what I mean? It was just like my mind getting the better of me. Um, but it was just such, it was so luscious. It was just such a luscious experience to, to do that. And I always like incorporating new things. I was like, I'm kind of like getting to this point where I could start incorporating new things into the workout because my body's getting really like used to these kind of things, I think. And to just use that slow, slow song and go at like a slower pace. And then I do like 20 to 30 minutes of stretching afterwards. And, and that was just like, oh, so luxurious. It was just really, really amazing. And it, it opened me up to this sensation of like, wow, I really give a fuck. <laughs> and I started crying and I was just like, I really give a fuck about my body. Like this is truly amazing to me to have this consistency of making my well-being a top priority like I have been these past few years and tomorrow is 222 it's my favorite like it's my holiday I consider this my holiday like 222 222 of 2020 was the day that I moved out and got my own apartment and really started focusing on myself and getting my shit straight and healing all of this like these traumatic things from my past that were in my way of so they're in my own like just getting in my own way you know and then it would become like I met this other guy on that same day that I moved out with my ex and like just started really becoming like oh, I need to put myself into this guy now because I still was like kind of avoiding my own shit and I do that. Like I just put myself into other people. And so then like the next year it was like, oh, it's kind of like our anniversary. You know what I mean? Like it became about this guy. And now this is like the third year I'm celebrating 222. And I just feel like I've completely, I'm completely like taking this back for myself. And it feels incredible to look back on where I was three years ago, just moving out on my own, like just coming out of this 12 year relationship, not like completely losing myself in that relationship by no one's fault by my, but my own but completely like just immersing myself into this other person so I could just keep avoiding myself for so long and to finally just focus completely on my own happiness, my own well-being, my own joy, like what actually brings me joy from life? What, what do I actually like? what is the point of all of this? You know what I mean? Like, why am I really here? Like looking, digging these like really significant questions that I had about my life. And so now this is the third year of kind of just like celebrating this really special day. And I just feel like I've come so fucking far and 
even like talking on the last episode about my social experiment that I was doing on Tinder, like obviously eventually at some point, like it just starts to feel grimy and it doesn't resonate with me anymore like it once did. And there's so much in me that I, I recognize that when people try to have a relationship with me in any type of way, whether it's a friendship, whether they're just messaging me, whether it's like an old friend who's just trying to contact me, it's just completely ingrained in me to think that there's some kind of ulterior motive. Like they want to fuck me or they... I, I build them up in some way and they just like are using me because I build them up so much. And it, it's, it, it's kind of, but it's also just like my whole relationship to men just constantly feels like there's some kind of ulterior motive. And that's why I wanted to meet someone who knew nothing about me, who, who wouldn't just want to, you know, talk about sexual stuff with, or try to fuck me or, you know, someone that I would have to constantly like be, uh, like almost kissing their ass. You know what I mean? Like just constantly building them up and seeing nothing in return. And that was kind of the whole point of the social experiment on Tinder. But at some point it's just like, it's fucking tender, you know what I mean? Like, you just feel grimy and gross after a while. Because men are just saying, like, s such degrading shit to you right off the bat. And, um, it really showed me, like, I think that a part of me, when I was younger, um, like, late teens, early 20s, I was really uncomfortable in my own skin. I felt extremely uncomfortable in my body. I was really overweight. I was like, I was over 300 pounds at, um, in my early twenties. I didn't know what it was exactly until I would go to the doctors because my scale only went to 300, but I knew I was well past that. Um, and like, I would get out of breath running up, like just going up one small flight of steps. You know what I mean? Like my health was horrible and I didn't have any self-esteem and I hated being single. Like all I wanted was a boyfriend. That's just all I wanted so desperately. And I would say from the age of like 22 on, I had a boyfriend most of the time, you know what I mean? There weren't periods of time, even if I didn't want to be with them, even if I didn't really like them, it was just like, I want to have a boyfriend because it makes me feel worthy in some way. Or it like makes me feel like, like that's what I'm supposed to do. I don't really know how else to explain it. I just felt like I just needed that. I just needed a man so desperately in my life. Like it made me feel complete in some way. And so now not really, especially abstaining from sex and dating for the past year has just been like, it feels too good to be true. It feels like 
and and it, it's just like it's only when I start comparing myself to other people or really start listening to like hey you're gonna be some crazy cat lady you know what I mean like I don't even fucking have cats but it's just the idea of this kind of like the old woman who lived in a shoe you know what I mean like I know it sounds so silly but there is a stigma for unmarried women you know at my age who don't have any kids and don't really have any like potential uh, suitors, I don't know what the fuck you want to say. I, I'm a spinster, I guess, you know what I mean? And, um, I guess I was kind of scared of that for a while. And then, uh, and now to actually experience it. And a lot of people will tell you it's incredibly selfish to not have children and to do the things, to live life the way I am is incredibly selfish. And to that I say, first of all, I, I'm I'm 40, I'm allowed to be selfish at this point in my life. Fuck yourself. Like, I have been living my life for so many other people up until this point. Fuck off. Fuck off. And at this point, I'm living life only for myself. Yes, I'm being fucking selfish as fuck at 40. Like, my, di my mom died at 57. My dad died at like 59, 60. Who knows how long I'm actually going to live. I'm going to fucking start taking advantage of this shit. But I could argue it's also selfish to have a child. And most of the time, I'm not saying all of the time, but there are many, many instances where people are having children to save a relationship so they don't get divorced because they think it's going to leave some kind of legacy because they want to put all of their hopes and dreams that they couldn't fulfill for themselves into their children. Like, there are selfish reasons to have children as well. So don't feed me that bullshit of like, you're selfish because you're living this life. Like, fuck you. I don't give a fuck. Um, never been happier in my, and, and I mean, a, a happiness I didn't know could exist in my life. I have found by being single and facing my shit and not being afraid of like myself anymore and actually facing my fears and understanding my body and, and communing with my body. And when I'm done working out, when I'm doing that stretch, I'm just the whole time I'm like, thank you body, thank you body, thank you body, thank you body, because you're doing shit that I did not think you were capable of doing. Like you impressed the fuck out of me body. Um, and I'm, I'm just experimenting with all of these things. I'm learning so much about myself. I feel better than I have ever in my entire life. And I'm not saying that's just because I don't have a husband and kids. I'm saying it's because I did the fucking work. Okay. I've done the fucking work now. I've, I've been in complete silence monitoring my thoughts in my head like I was in college studying for a test like I have done insane fucking work to get to this point and fuck yes I'm going to do what I want to do at this point in my life um I don't know who that's for but you're welcome But, you know, I was in this space of 
at least toying with the idea of possibly getting back into the dating scene. Um, like I said, I wanted a relationship with a man that I had never experienced, whether it be romantic or platonic or whatever. I just wanted something like I had never experienced before to learn something new so I could learn something different. And um, like I said, I was talking to that one guy and we were checking in every day and just like having small talk and we did end up exchanging numbers and talking for like maybe another week after that and just kind of saw like probably I mean it just kind of fizzled out like you know a lot of conversations do and it was just like but it was nice to have a conversation with a man that it didn't get sexual ever at all so I guess I got what I was looking for but it was also just like I'm making time for this guy because it's it still felt easy like I knew I wouldn't have to see him I knew I wasn't committing to anything I knew that like probably nothing was ever going to come of this you know what I mean so it was just like an interesting experience to have with someone who knew, knew nothing about me and like had zero expectations but overall I was just like the desire is still not there to date um I don't need a man for anything and at this point you have to be To, I, I've just, I wrote this down the other day that was like, if you can't meet me where I am at this point in my life, like you're just a waste of time at this point. And it was baffling to me to even have that kind of inner dialogue happening because it just made me see something I've really realized recently is like, I'm so fucking firm in my foundation at this point. I know exactly who I am. I know exactly what I bring to the table. And even as far as like friendship goes, communication, like if you don't see the value in me that I see in myself, you I have no time for you. I have no space for you. Like you do not fit into my life. And the value I have for myself at this point in my life is fucking obscene. It's obscene. Like it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, and I just like, if you're not bringing me something to add value to my life or teaching me something new, there's just really no space for you at this point in my life. And I assume, I just keep assuming at some point, like, I'm going to make time for a man or I'm going to make space for a man or I'm going to have the desire to be with a man or I'm or something is going to be there. But right now it just doesn't fucking feel like it. So I have to respect that in myself. I have to This is a point in my life where I can really be single and fully trust 100% that I can take care of anything that I need to take care of on my own and give myself this space of learning as much as I can about myself to be a stable foundation for other people. 
not romantically, but like just in my daily life, being so firm in who I am that just me being who I am adds value to people's life. I see it every single day. I see it every single day of me just understanding who I am and what I bring to the table adds value to other people's lives by a look, by communication, by a smile. Like it's just fucking fascinating how you can affect people's lives. And there's just so much that we don't understand. Oh my God, I could totally go on a rant. But um, it, it's just really shown me like everything is going so fucking great right now. I feel so good about myself. And maybe that's due to the fact that I haven't had a man in my life, you know? Like no hate, not saying like, I'm just saying for my particular circumstances and my history and the traumatic healing that I've gone through, I'm in a really good place to just be alone, you know, and I fucking love it. I thrive in it. I have, I have the most pleasing aesthetic in my home. Every room is articulated. Like it's just exactly how I want it. It's feminine. It's sweet. It's girly. And it's, I'm never cleaning up after anyone else. Like, I only have to worry about myself. It's such a, it's just so good right now that I can't imagine giving this up for just anyone. You know what I mean? Like someone is at this point is just gonna have to completely knock me off my socks to even give you the time of day romantically because I'm just like, I'm just fulfilling all of that in myself right now. And that's fucking cool, man. <laughs> it's fucking cool. And like, men should do it too. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think it's just like, oh, it's because a man's not in my life. No, it's just because like, I'm taking this time to really understand who I am. And I'm not putting all of my self-worth in the validation from a man anymore. I'm just not doing that. I don't give a fuck what you think about me clearly I'm I'm a fucking crazy person um so yeah that's been really great and um I don't know I feel like I had more to say in this episode but um we could go over the results of the challenge I put out last or I guess a couple weeks ago um the challenge was to what was it oh wake up every morning saying something good is going to happen to me today taking you know five minutes in the morning alone taking some deep breaths and really like centering that um, intention into your day noting the times that you did feel better throughout the day or did you did notice when good things happened and then like kind of reflect at the end of the day and go over those things and I think I said do it for a week um, I've done that a lot of times before and it's not like you're sitting here and just like, oh my God, nothing bad ever happens to me anymore. Like, it's not that. It's not even to take away from when bad things happen to you. It's only to allow you to recognize 
how many good things are happening to you throughout the day that you don't recognize because you're just used to focusing on the bad things. So of course, there's always going to be finding balance in life. But the more that you can recognize these good things happening to you, the more it's going to change the complete history. Your entire history can be seen through a new lens the more you're doing this. And it's just because it's opening you up to this experience of like, okay, maybe this hasn't all been as bad as I have, you know, reflected and thought that it has been. A lot of good things. It's just like opening you up to good things that happen in your life, just so you can have that, just so you can find that balance and just so it can open you up to like some past things that have happened and like maybe see it through a new perspective, see it through a new lens. Um, so like I said, I did it last week and I was PMSing and my hormones were all over the place. And there were a couple days where I was just like, actually like three or four, maybe like every day that I worked three or four days, I was just like, I don't want to fucking work today. I don't have the capacity for people. I don't know how I'm going to like lift them up when I feel like shit. And, um, I still did the thing. I woke up and I was like, yeah, it's going to be a fucking great day. All these great things are going to happen. You know, I wasn't feeling it, but I still did it. And um, I, I, I really found myself in this place of like, I, I, I need other people's help now. Like I usually go out to work and I'm like, my intention is, my focus is always like, who can I help? Who can I, you know, like, um, like you're always finding people with struggles. So it's just like, how can I help someone through their struggles today? That's always the intention. In the past, like eight months I've been doing this, that's always been the intention. And this was the first time ever that I was like, I need the help. I need the help right now. Like I don't have the capacity for people to even hear their problems right now. Like I'm the one who needs help. So my intention today is like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to work, but like, I really need other people to lift me up. And of course that didn't fucking happen. <laughs> and it was like, I got more difficult people. And I don't even mean that as like, they were difficult. It was just like, they were struggling, struggling. Um, the first woman I picked up was just like, at her rope, like just at her wits end, like the last of her rope holding on to it. And I'm just listening and it's like, oh, all of a sudden I have this capacity. All of a sudden I'm able to listen. And all of a sudden I know exactly what to say to her in this moment, even though I feel completely depleted, my hormones are all over the place. I feel fucking bad shit. Like somehow I still know how to tap into this woman's energy and tell her exactly what she needs to hear. And by the end of the ride, it was like, I think it was a 20 minute ride. Um, I'm asking her if I can fucking pray with her, which was just like, where is this coming from? Like things will just happen when I'm like, just let your energy just completely consume this experience. Like just tap into these other people's energies and just like, I don't really filter it. I just like let it happen. And she just started bursting into tears. She was like, oh my, she was like, I don't have any family here. I don't have any friends here. She said, there's nothing I would love more than for you to pray with me. And I don't know why I even thought of that. 
she didn't give off anything like she was religious. I just knew that, I just knew, I just knew, I don't know. Like I just knew that was gonna make her feel better. So I grabbed her hand and I, I said a prayer. I haven't <laughs> prayed since, you know, like good God, let's eat for a dinner as a kid. Like, but the words came, I knew exactly what to say to make her feel better. She was crying, she was weeping, like because she just felt such a huge weight of relief from that. And it, it doesn't matter what you believe. It was just the fact that like, I saw her struggling and I was able to communicate with her in a way that resonated with her. And that's so much of like connecting with people. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, figuring out what religion they are. It's just like, it's just finding a way to see people and finding a way to have them acknowledge that they're being seen right now. And, uh, you know, the, just the, I haven't ever prayed with someone before. That was a first. I didn't really expect that to happen, but it did. And most of the rest of that day were the same, you know, almost the same caliber of people, just people really, really struggling. And it was like, okay, you know, I've, I've learned that I've done enough of the work and done enough of my own healing that even when I do feel really depleted on energy and I feel like I have nothing left to give, clearly I still have. I can still hold space for people and I can still help them through what they're going through. And that was really fucking eye-opening because I never ever, 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 ever had that capacity at like a quote unquote normal job. I would just get really quiet. I didn't, I didn't talk to people and I was usually in a management position, but I was just like, I just want to hide. I just want to hide from people. I have zero capacity right now for anyone. I can't, like, I can't do any of this. And with this, it was just like, I still found the capacity even feeling like really, really low. I still found this reserve of strength that, you know, helped helped these people and they helped me too you know like it's not like I'm out here just like who can I help who can I help it's always just like there's when there's like a if there's like a classroom setting whoever's older doesn't matter the teacher is just as important as the student you know what I mean like there's one isn't better than the other there's wisdom in the teacher and the student <laughs> like I'm not trying to get all philosophical and zen but like you're, you're all learning in this situation. You're all learning from each other. So um, that's what I learned. And then, um, of course, I also had like great people as always. Like I always have great people the rest of the rides and stuff like that. But that was something that was really eye-opening for me in that experience, in that experiment, that challenge was just like, okay, now when... I'm feeling really low and depleted. Like I still know that I am able to be of service to other people. And that's really fucking cool. I didn't know that before. So that's what I learned from the challenge. I hope that you were able to do it and learn something cool about yourself. There's no challenge this week. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to put an episode out and show some consistency towards this podcast. So um, yeah, I don't think I really had anything else to talk about. I don't really know if I did talk about anything, but great talking to you. Hope you loved the theme song. And um, yeah, have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.
Bye.